0: You are now listening to Let Me Muse. It's a podcast by me, Kayla L. Smith. I'm a follower of Jesus, a photographer, business owner, self-proclaimed thinker, conversationalist, lover of people, researcher, daughter, and friend. I created this podcast to help us all walk through the topics that actually take a little bit of pondering to find understanding. And just like life, our thoughts are a nuance. I hope in this space so we all learn to feel a little bit more free in using this brain that our creator gave us. Earlier this week, I shared some on my social media platforms about a time when I lost my dad. And three weeks later, I lost my big sister, Keisha, um, anytime I've shared this, I've always highlighted how the Lord carried me through that season because I never want to not leave room for people to, to understand that I saw his goodness so much, but I also don't want to leave out the fact that I know a lot of that time and years after I was just a, a functioning human. And even though I was functioning in hindsight, I don't think I was fully okay. And that really is not Okay. Um, no matter what form grief comes in, you never want to suppress grief because grief will always change us. Um, this can be a death, a loss, or a change in a relationship, a friendship, a change in life, a change in people, even a change in ourselves. Whatever causes a deep sorrow in us is grief. Grief isn't just death. It's the loss of something, um, deep that, that emotionally hurts us, um, and the reality is, summer has ended. That's the best way to describe it. Um, when you think about it in seasons, you just think summer. You're enjoying life, like the weather's great. You're having fun. You're on vacation. You're doing all this stuff. But when something changes, and it change, it's a big change. It's like okay, that time has ended. So summer has ended, and everything in our life changes and evolves. We just have to make sure. That we deal with these changes Appropriately And while there's a bunch of different changes That can happen in grief There's one that I want to focus on But before I say all of that Let me give y'all some context Before I say what I need to say My dad My daddy That's what I called him If you knew me and us, you knew wherever he was, I wasn't too far behind <laughs> at all. I went everywhere with him. Um, I respected the man that he was, I felt completely safe with him, even up until the day he left this earth. My dad actually had a respiratory issue before he left here, and I felt so safe that I felt like if he needed to pick up the oxygen tank and knock somebody in the head with it to save me, short of breath, he would have. I knew I could trust him. I knew I was safe, and I knew that he loved me. I knew I was loved by him. Even look, looking back and thinking about who he was, um, in hindsight, he was he was always so positive, and he always wanted to teach me everything. Although as a kid, like it, it really annoyed me because it took him a long time to say stuff. Like he talked about stuff in so much detail, and I was like get to the point <laughs> that's how I was but if you know him he took his time and he explained stuff and he broke it down and man I appreciate that in him because it really helped shape who I am and who I was as a person and who I'm still becoming and you know what I literally could talk about him all day and I'm sure this won't be the last podcast I have on him but I I just know when he left, a piece of me left as well. And honestly, anytime I bring the story up, I really want to go into the details of how God like really gave me a dream two weeks before my dad passed away. Um, stating that it was going to happen. And I know that makes some people uncomfortable because you're not used to stuff like that, even though it is in the Bible. You can read the book of Daniel and see it all through the, throughout um, that book. Um, I really want to go into to detail how much that also helped me because it helped me to, to know that God loved me that much to prepare me. But I'm going to say that for another time because I really do want to focus on grief in itself in a practical sense. So I'm kind of mentioning it, but not mentioning it. <laughs> But just imagine all of a sudden my dad was gone. And we had an amazing three-hour service for him in my hometown. And he was celebrated. So many people got up and said some great things. It was really celebration of his life. Even my friends were coming up to me afterwards. They were like, I know this was, you know, like your dad's funeral, but this was incredible. It was, it was just really beautiful. And it was a good way to to send him off and when then we we then the following week flew back to Florida and had him buried in Lakeland Florida where he was he was born then a week after that my big sister Keisha she got married and a few days after her wedding she passed away at the age of 27 from heart condition now Keisha was my first roommate in a sense um She's the only person I grew up in a house with. Our rooms were literally right next to each other. We shared a bathroom. We shared a phone line. Like, my sister, she tried to boss me a lot. (laughs) And I resisted. But I knew she loved me. I was babied by her just like everybody else in the house. She probably wouldn't admit it. But looking back, I'm like, man, she... She babied me, she took care of me. Um, she knew I was a bit of a loose cannon, that I was sporadic, I was bossy, that I that I just kind of beat to my own drum. Um, but she, on the other hand, she was really organized, extremely intelligent, to the point that she did like everything early, like even from graduating school, walking, reading, like getting her master's, everything. She was a writer, a journalist, she taught at colleges, like I said, she got her master's. She loved education. Um, she was really cultured. Um, she was an avid reader. And she had books on people like Nikki Giovanni. And I didn't know how cool that was. Then I was just like, okay, whatever, who is this? Um, <laughs> she just did a lot by the age of 27. But more than anything, she was going to take care of her little sister. And to be honest, like, I remember times where I even kind of bummed money off of her. It's like, yo, can you send me $20? Which is very weird because I could have got it from my parents, but if I had already got money from them, like, <laughs> as my sister, it was just weird now to think back on it. Um, but she signed my names on cards that she would get our parents, and she would always just include me in it, like, whatever she was doing. And you're probably thinking she was an enabler of my bad habits, and you know what. hindsight she probably was but she played the role of a big sister very well very well and I miss her dearly um I wish that I could have got more time with her um just as a mature adult to be able to just see what an incredible like human that she was but you know that's life but in a matter of weeks um it was just my mother and I and I was like, wow, this is life This is what happens in life Because I had a really like, great childhood I had a really great childhood Like my parents um, I, I appreciated them both In the safety, like good home Good neighborhood um, I didn't want for anything Life was just It was good I didn't know that people had like struggles And stuff outside of Outside of life It was, you know Just life was just good. But I learned that day that life changed, or those within a matter of those weeks that life changes. And I learned that this is what life was. That was beginning me understanding that life had ebbs and flows. And I lost two major people in my life. And my brain just said I have to keep moving. So I did. Like I'm I'm naturally a fighter, so I can go on like nothing. So I smothered myself in everything that was present around me. I talked about them, but I didn't give room to how much it really affected me. But the reality is I I stopped hoping in the future. That was one, one of the many things that happened to me. I stopped hoping in the future or attempting to even strive for the future. I didn't care about goals for the future. I just wanted to deal with the present. And I don't even want to say I... I don't know if I wanna say I didn't care about it. I just couldn't see the future. Like I just I feared even hoping in it and feared change. Even still to this day, I don't like planning ahead a lot because I fear that things are gonna change and I can deeply contribute that to that time period where that might bother people that you know I'm not that great of a planner But it's deeper than me just not being a, a planner It makes me uncomfortable to plan Because I fear like disappointment You know But like I said I, I just wanted to deal with the present And that isn't bad But it is bad if you legitimately fear what's ahead That space of grief It made me lose hope and this is the main thing that I wanted to get to, what grief can do to us and in us when our summer ends. Like I said, summer being anything that's dear to us ending. You gotta be careful. That hope isn't going out the door with whatever we lose. That hope isn't going out the door with that loss. Life, life might need to shift. You might just be in in a place where life is shifting. But if you lose hope in that shift, the only other option is fear is going to set in where hope used to be. So in grief and in change, you cannot allow hope to leave you. Hope is a lifeline for literally everything that we do in this life. We have to function in a place of hope no matter how traumatic whatever it is we're going through. Our family devastates us so we lose hope in building relationships with family. Our relationship that we invested so much in turns out to be trash so we lose hope in finding love again. Our friendships Go down the drain, so we aren't hopeful and even being vulnerable to the concept of friendship anymore. We believed in what someone said, and they turn out to disappoint us, so we never want to do that again. Or in this case, those we love pass on, so we lose hope and even live in even living this life the way that we should and the way that it should be lived. I really hope you see the pattern of what I'm saying grief will and can rob you and me of hope but we have to be intentional about protecting that hope overall so I titled this summer has ended because you could be transitioning to a different season at the moment and y'all honestly I hate using the word season but it's appropriate for the title but anyway that season that we have that has all of this joy and happiness and hopefulness it might not be looking as bright like I shared concern of my family, life changed on us. Before it was me, my mom, my dad, my sister and our nice, secure unit, nice life. And all of a sudden it didn't look like that anymore. That was our summer ending. Fall looked a lot different, a whole lot different, but that doesn't mean that fall had to be bad. Winter, spring, None of it had to be bad. It was just looking a lot different. <laughs> Looked a lot different. That next summer, it was gonna look a lot different. I just hate. I went through so many seasons where I lived without hope. Instead of seeing, I could have still had hope in his life. The seasons they were. That's like they were just gonna look different. So life, it might just look a little different for you. But just because it's different, it doesn't make it bad. It doesn't mean you have to remove hope. It's just that summer has ended. So now you need to prepare for fall. And you have to switch up some things, clothing, whatever. It's going to feel different. Then you'll get settled in and then you have to prepare for winter and you'll adjust a few more things. And then here comes spring. And before you know it, you'll be back at summer. It's gonna be a different summer. It's gonna look different, but you'll be back at summer. The cycle good, bad highs and lows always repeat itself All over again Always Y'all that's life Like that's the life That we live The highs wouldn't be So highs without the lows We wouldn't be as grateful Without all of this stuff So we just have to remember Through it all Just to stay grateful And if you haven't been you can start today.